Welcome to Behavior Grooves. My name is Kurt Nelson. And I'm Tim Houlihan. We are building a community of people who want to understand how to positively apply behavioral science to their work and their life. Today, we are continuing our series on the six principles of persuasion that Bob Cialdini introduced in his book, Influence. Our interview with Bob from January highlighted a lot of his newer work and the work that he felt was underappreciated. But Tim and I thought it would be good to get into a deeper discussion of Bob's six principles of influence. We have already discussed in a previous podcast, principle number four, consistency. Mm -hmm. But today, we're going to talk about his first principle, reciprocity. So, Tim, can you give our listeners a brief overview of what reciprocity is? Reciprocity is when we feel obliged to give back to people who have given to us. It's really, it's really that simple. So uh, we give back to others in the form of behaviors or gifts or services that they have received first. Okay. So it isn't that I need to, that if I give you $5, you are now obliged to give me $5 no, back. No. Right? But it is, no. so it's, it could it's not, be. Not stat, it's not, uh, you know, tit for tat or quid pro quo. Okay. That's and, not and, reciprocity. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same form either. So I could give you $5 and now you're, you're feeling this obligation to give back. And that might mean that you drive me to you know the airport if I needed a ride someday or some other form of of that. And so then yeah. that obligation is is felt like it's being completed and it doesn't necessarily have to be money or if you gave me, you know, time or appreciation, it doesn't have to be in the same form. So, yeah. So there's a couple things to unpack from that. There's the the social side of it and the obligation side of it. But first it might be good to go back and think about the anthropological roots of reciprocity. Okay. So tribes, you know, the early human communities relied on each other, mm. had to rely on each other to survive because humans don't do well alone, uh, in, in, especially in the wilderness, right? So, um, so the reciprocity came about because I, if I got sick and someone was taking care of me, I was going to have to respond in kind. I was going to have to reciprocate and take care of them when they got sick. Otherwise, basically, the the community fails. Right, and 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 that's different than the like the theory of self interest, which just says I am I'm have a self interest to myself and to my immediate family because they carry my genes. So in this community, this right. tribe, we're not all blood related. They don't all share my genes. Yet that element of me. Um, caring for you when you're sick actually is is contrary to self-interest because I'm exerting resources and energy to take care of you that that I could potentially keep for myself that would potentially help me if something else happened. However, by giving to you and taking care of you with now this sense of obligation, this reciprocity component, if I get sick, you're yeah. going to take care of me. So it helps the community overall, and it expands that idea of self-interest from my immediate family to the larger community. The social fabric would break down without reciprocity. Right. Okay. So I want to talk about an application of this, and, and Cialdini talks about this research, and he did research with waiters. Okay. So if I am a waiter and I am going to uh, 
try to increase my tips, right? Obviously, I need to give good service and all that. But do you think if I gave you a, a mint with your check, with your bill, uh, that would increase how much of a tip that you would give me? A, a mint with my bill? Yeah, no way. Yeah. Of course, that wouldn't Im- impact me. Cognitively, no. no that doesn't no, really exactly. make sense. Exactly. Cognitively, no. So I'm thinking about that situation. There's no way that would influence me. Okay. The research that he did, so if you gave a mint, one mint, a waiter gave a mint to you or to you know the people that they did, it increased tips by about 3%. Wow. Okay, it, so that's not a lot. It's not a lot. However- It's something. It is something. But if I was a waiter and I gave you two mints- Oh, come on. Two mints. Seriously? Double the mints. I am so kind. Because now you're, you, the waiter's spending two pennies on me? Yes. No, that, see, cognitively, that's not going to have an effect on me either. Right. And if it, and even if I, I agreed with the 3%, I would go, well, all right, maybe it's now 6%, right? Because it's a tit for tat thing, yeah. right? No, the research showed that it was a 14% increase in the tip. Wow. So the results more than quadrupled. More than quadrupled. Interesting. The, my favorite part of this was, all right, so I'm a waiter, give you your, your check, and there's one mint with that check, and I turn around, and I start to walk away, then I stop, and I come back, and I go, here's a second mint, because you guys were so kind, or so nice. See, my rational self says, that won't make a difference on me either. So now, I have you have two mints, so again, that's that 14% that normally happens, but when it was done in that manner... Now tips increased by 23%. So how the how this was given made a difference. Yes. So reciprocity is not just, again, to this component, this tit for tat of, of what I've given you, but it is how I've given it to right. you. And yeah. so there's this element of reciprocity that has a social and emotional element to it, which goes into this element Um you know, for reciprocity to work, first you have to be the first to give, right? And so, if if I've given you five dollars and you give me five dollars back, I I don't have this no. this feeling of obligation to you. Second, it should be unexpected. So, if if it was expected to me to give you five dollars, right? Then you don't have that sense that that feeling of reciprocity that that is required right, for this right not at all. obligation component. For instance, my kids never feel a sense of obligation when I give them. Stuff, they just right? have a, you know, an expectation that you're right. dad and you're going to do that. Yeah, I make a meal for them. You know, they're just going to eat it. They're not feeling like, oh, I have to make a meal for dad. You know, <laughs> tomorrow night. No. no, Now I wish that would work, but it doesn't. Anyway, so so that's part. Um, and then uh, this component of saying. You know, that it really is personalized. So uh, it's it's not an element where this is a contractual component. Right. So this is a personalized giving. That- right. So if, so if my, my buddies in the dorm when I'm in college are moving from one room to another room and I just say, hey, do you need a hand? And I, I help them uh, move their junk from their room to the new, you know, the old room to the new room, they're going to reciprocate with beer and pizza. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and and so I'm actually providing a service. They're giving back in food and drink. Yeah. And if they didn't give back in food and drink, you would have still done it. Right? I would have done it. Yeah. And but, so that's the personalized component. But that would have it. broken down as part of the social contract that we have with each other. Right. Which Dan Ariely gets into in some of his components in, in Predictably Irrational. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. And so I, there's the component where it is the social construct, right? Very so, much so. 
which lends itself into another component. So if I am friendly, positive, nicer with you, the this component of reciprocity means that you're more likely to be nice and kind back to me. And the opposite is true. The opposite is also true. If you are approaching me in a hostile, angry manner, my response to you is going to be more likely to be in a hostile and angry manner back. And we, we reciprocate the emotions that are being transferred as well as just the giving component. Although we might things. think about that as retaliation. Well, <laughs> yes, know, it, right? It, which is a form of reciprocity. It right? is a form of reciprocity. <laughs> right, right. And so what uh, you know, so an interesting thing again around the application of this. If we can suspend our immediate response and oftentimes that's really hard because these are not necessarily rational components that get into our, you know, prefrontal cortex no, thinking. No. These are these are emotional responses that come. But if we can and somebody does approach us in what we perceive as a hostile manner, and we respond unexpectedly in a positive um, manner back to them, it throws things for a loop, and it can potentially change that downward spiral of things. And so that's a it's a way of responding, and particularly today, if you think about some of the social media and variety of different factors. So it's an application of reciprocity that I think isn't always looked into because we think about it. It's a, it's I give you something positive, and then you give me something back. This is a, a different sense of that reciprocity. So. Yeah. So you and uh, uh, along those lines, Kurt, you use the term obligation yes. before, right? So there's a difference between this anticipated obligation, this anticipated response, the um, that you lend me ten dollars, I'm going to pay it back with interest. Right. That is an expectation. Well, right? it's usually contractual. Right. It, it, right. It is, it, it's this right. is a a component that this is now a contract between us, whether it's legal binding or not. But there is a sense of obligation that goes with reciprocity, and that's different. Right. So if you gave me $10 because I was just down and out, and you, you, you know, no, I don't pay me back, this is fine, I am going to have a sense of obligation back to you. It's the, right. your, your buddies in the dorm, right? Um, there wasn't a contract that you signed that said, I'm going to move you and you're going to pay me $20 and I'm going to go out and buy pizza and beer. But they felt a obligation to do something for you because you went above and beyond and helped them. Hare Krishna is in the airport with giving flowers first or <laughs> or, the, or when you get a direct mail piece yes. in the mail, right? And it's got a penny or a quarter or... Or, or that sticker or that they give, right? Yeah. And so, or stamps. Right. And so it's that charitable organization that is trying to get you to donate to them. They're giving you a bumper sticker and now you feel an, more of an obligation to actually contribute to them. So those are some of those elements because it creates this feeling uh, there's a gap, right? There's this tension yes. that you have because we have this, as you said, this evolutionary component of, of how we've been evolved because you give me something I need to respond in, not in kind, but with a, with a uh, reciprocity of giving back something to you. Absolutely. And so th there's an element of social credit that comes with this as well. So this 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 element that you know giving it, which is cumulative. So 
Um, yeah, I love this about social credit. Right. So yeah. I give you, I, I do something nice for you. It doesn't mean that you have to immediately give something nice to me back to me, right? And 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 at some point, you know, these little things just kind of add up. That's the wonderful thing about the human condition, right? That those little things do add up. We sometimes we have memory issues <laughs> with remembering all of them. What? But yeah, but the good news is that there is a social currency that that gets expanded when we do these these uh, acts of kindness. Right. And so often uh, an example of of that might be Hey, I, I'm working with somebody. I don't really know them all that well, but they've always been nice to me. They say, you know, they're 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 positive when they meet me. Um, they remembered my birthday. They, you know, congratulated me on a on a, a project I did or something. And they're always th- those little acts that are kind of a component of giving. Yeah. Uh, and so now, if I am in a situation where I'm hearing others who might be bad mouthing that person. There's this sense of obligation because they've built up the social credit, this this element with me that I will probably defend them, or I will yeah. feel a sense that you're I willing need to stand to up for I will, somebody who stand has, up for them. Yeah, who has come to your uh, aid uh, in the past. Yeah, and that yeah. aid doesn't necessarily mean that that it was something tangible. It was those nice no. components that that align around this. Well, behaviors, gifts, acts of service, time. Yeah. Attention. So leaders often do this, get a sense of reciprocity because they're paying attention to somebody who might be two or three layers down who's what's unexpected. They're they're praising somebody, they're doing something, and that lends its sense. And so that reciprocity becomes a sense of loyalty, a sense of I am I am going to stick with this company and various different things. So there's lots of ways that reciprocity shows itself. And it's not always just, I give you a dollar, now you feel obligated to give me something back in return. Right. Right. So I think with that, we can wrap this up. So again, reciprocity is the sense of obligation to give back to people who have given to us. There's a evolutionary component to why it is there. It's a social construct that is an emotional response and it takes the form in many different ways. So it's not always a do this, get that in return. In fact, it can be cumulative and that a number of small token kind of gifts can lend itself into a much larger feeling of obligation back. All right. Absolutely. So with that, hope you enjoyed our second uh series or episode on Cialdini's Six Principles. Please, uh, if you like this, share it with a friend. Yeah, please do. And um, with that, keep keep on on grooving. grooving.